Hi, and welcome to You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids. I'm Jackson. And I'm Squid. And this is episode 010, or 10, Zero, for you normal 10. people. It would be 010. Whatever, 010. Okay. It's 10. No, it's, I, I did three uh, numbers because it's it's a weekly podcast, which means it will, it's like 52 a year. So it would so be... So 010. Yeah, 010. 010. Zero, one zero well how did you want to do it did you want to do it zero one zero did you want to do it zero ten because then it would be zero eleven zero twelve zero thirteen episode ten the zero is really because every other time we've gone episode number zero zero eight or zero zero nine zero one zero but i feel like that's one one zero one zero one zero zero one one that's not a number to anybody zero one zero yeah Zero one one zero one two. It's zero, not one, two. a. It's just a bunch of gibberish. Ah, you're a bunch of gibberish. Uh-huh. Episode ten. Ten. Ten episodes. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Already. Yeah. It's only two been f- a month. It's been like two. two months. Two months. Maybe three. When did we start this? I December. should know this. <gasps> okay. I'll I'll believe it. December. I think I did the intro in November though. You didn't start until December. Sure. <clears throat> Okay, and now, ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> we come to our love section. Love. <laughs> Super deep. Love. <laughs> I reached a register I didn't know I had. I think it's because your throat is sore. Love. I'm not sure if, um, are you familiar with the website, uh, Quora? Quora? It's Q U. Like ORA? No. Okay, so, you know, I'm uh, at home all the time. Yep. So, I'm, I'm whenever I have questions, <laughs> have I'll... Have no life. <laughs> shut up. Whenever I have questions, I Google it. So, I'll... I'll oh, you ask Google? I, you have questions, do you Google it? I Google you it. Can, you can Google it. You, you can Google it. Um, so, I uh, started Googling things, and then they just random random fucking existential questions most of the time i would get yahoo answers but then one of the times i was trying to figure out um the difference between um a sociopath and a psychopath and while um the wikipedia definition was um, a sociopath isn't born it's creative created and a psychopath is born isn't a psychopath someone who's got an imbalance in their head yeah, but you can like also create create a psychopath. Create a psychopath, but they're called sociopaths because they're not born that way. Situation had caused them to re- rewire their own brain to feel less empathy for other people, which causes the chemical imbalance, which causes psychopath. So a sociopath is a created psychopath. Yeah, and a sociopath. Oh, wait, no, and a psychopath is just born. Yes, it's born that way. But you can be a sociopathic psychopath. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Well, I was um, basically, uh, I found this website called Quora or Cura. I don't know how to say it because I've only read it. Um, and it's this um, weird, uh, it's kind of like Yahoo Answers, but it's only specifically answers. And you have to have qualifications to answer them. So, like, you can go on and say, I have a degree in this, I have this and that and that. And then people ask these questions and you can respond to them. Like, one of them, uh, the reason why I first created an account was because somebody had asked, um, because I showed interest in movies and television, if real nerds were offended by Big Bang Theory. So I told them what I knew is that the nerds that I had known um, who were actually picked on as kids uh, who actually had disorders that were psychologically diagnosed 
hated it because they felt like it was making fun of them. Whereas people who were into pop culture tended to accept it more as a show. Um, so it's just, I kind of wrote out that answer and it ended up getting so many views and like upvotes that they gave me like special privileges on the site huh. or not necessarily special privileges, but it's like how, um, I got hooked into the Google maps thing. Oh yeah. Cause I wrote a picture. Yeah. I wrote a review for a sushi restaurant, took a couple pictures and then my pictures hit over 10,000 views and like upvotes for, was this helpful? So then they asked me to join, um, what is it? Like Google something. It's 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 a thing now, and then you can get um, extra drive space for doing it. Like the more things you you review, I can change pictures in Google Maps, and it's just more like instead of you having to wait like two weeks for Google to approve your stuff, they automatically approve it because you're trusted. So um, I'm on this website, and basically I went into the love section, and uh, I found a bunch of questions that people had asked about love, and me and Jackson will answer them here. Yes, because we know everything. Well, this is going to be our biased and limited life experience versions of these. I, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I am 85 years old and I have lived a life. You are 85. Fuck you. I'm going to have this audio forever. Fuck you. And now every single time you're like, I'm young. I'm still in my 20s. Play. I'm 85 years old. <laughs> I got my life experience. you like, where did you get that from? Did you travel to the future? <laughs> okay. You want to pick your first question? I just kind of printed out the first couple pages of the questions that were asked. Like, anybody can ask questions on the website, and then people answer it. Okay. I like this one right here. Mm, say the question. How can I be in love if I barely know her? <laughs> well, answer it. You're not. <laughs> oh, man. I wish if, that this page was open so we could just write You're not down. in love. I feel like it can feel like love. It'll be that puppy, that puppy love. You're severely, you're, you're probably strongly attracted to that girl. Yeah. But honestly, you don't love her until you know her. Uh, you can't. It, you're just very attracted to her and you like her. And that's it. But And you're getting it confused with all the hormones. It can develop into love, but it's not love. So you don't think love at first sight is a real thing? I feel like maybe not love, but I do think that at first sight, a soul might recognize another soul, like in past lives. I do believe that in past lives. like love at first sight. No, I'm not saying love. I'm saying you might, like a recognition. Of another soul? Yeah. <coughs> I was like, love, love. Knowing someone and loving someone is different. I feel like you still have to know the person to be in love with them. You, you know what? I, personally, I agree with you, but I remember on um, Star Talk, Neil deGrasse Tyson's um, like science talk show. We're all made of stardust. <laughs> oh. I don't know what impression that was, but that's what came to my head. We are all made of stardust. We are, though. Yeah, yeah. I am stardust. I am stardust, too. Um, so he said one. He had scientists on his program. They, they had talked about uh, love at first sight. And they came to the conclusion that love at first sight is not real, but lust at first sight is. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. exactly what yeah, I was saying. But then you start about. talking about, I believe your soul can look into another and recognize it. No. I, <laughs> I, I believe I, that your soul will see their soul and that your soul will reach I strongly out to believe each other that. Just, just from what that story mom had told me, where she sees people sometimes, like she's had a few moments in her life where she looks at someone and she swears she knows them. That's happened to me a couple times. 
Yeah, so I feel like that might be your soul recognizing another soul from another another lifetime, from another time where you were stardust. Or you could just be <laughs> old and senile like our mother. And you're saying you are also old and senile? No, but I'm a bit of a scatterbrain. Are you? Um, I thought you promoted, like you were very anti-scatterbrain. Um, I'm, okay. Uh we don't have to get into it if you don't want to. No, we can continue I have with the a, love I, thing. I have a concise answer for it. It's I'm not scatterbrained like how you're scatterbrained, where you're um, who, who, like when you're doing stuff. <laughs> don't give me that face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it's because I I make fun of you for being scatterbrained. I think that's why you don't associate me with being scatterbrained. Um, I just I don't form memory like new thought connections easily. Like, if I hear something in a story, I will remember that story forever. But this is also why I'm really bad at, like, geography. Like, if you give me a globe and you tell me to memorize a bunch of, like, states or countries and their placement, like, I, I can do it the first time. And when I look at the list and I look over, I can do it. But I walk away, come back the next day, none of it stuck. Like, absolutely none of that sticks. But if I had a story <coughs> as to why each thing was placed in there, I'd remember it. It's the same thing with my phone. Like, I'll have my phone in my hand and I'll walk around the house. And then all of a sudden, I'll need to call somebody and I'll, I'll look down and I'm like, where's my phone? And I cannot, for the life of me, figure out where I put it. That's weird. Yeah. I so see you're just not a very visual person, Miss Artist. No, <laughs> not, it's not that I'm not visual. You're not a visual learner, Miss Artist? Well, I need some more substance than that. I need a little bit more than just visual. Ah. Yeah. You need a tutor. <laughs> yeah, whereas you're just the opposite of me, I think. Because I'm really good at directions, but my, I'm not good at geography, whereas you're good at geography, but terrible at directions. Well, I'm not terrible at directions. I can follow directions. It's just... Yeah, but if you've I, been I, somewhere like five times and you've only Most used... of the time, though, I don't pay attention. Like, if I'm going somewhere, if I'm not driving, I'm not paying attention. You're not paying attention when you drive? No, I'm saying if I'm not driving, I'm not paying attention. Oh, I thought you said when I'm driving, I'm not paying attention. No. Like, you don't pay attention when you drive. <laughs> but, um, I like GPS because I just follow the purple line. You know I know you. It's easy. I've lived with you. I know how bad you are at directions. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm bad at knowing north from south and east from west, and from what cities where. I don't know and where they are. And from what streets, what thing? You can't if if you went down one street during the day and then had to do it at night or vice versa, you'd be lost. Well, yeah, because Shut I'm a up. visual learner. <laughs> it looks different at night. It looks different. Oh my god. Okay, so you chose a question. Oh yeah, but did you answer it, or did you say? Oh, you said that you agreed yeah, with me. Uh, yeah, uh, lust at first sight. Lust Don't believe me. in love at first sight. Believe in lust at first sight. Meaning <laughs> that can I love? Um, can I be in love if I barely know her? No. I think you can be in lust, and that you can have puppy love, but it's not real. Yeah, it's not love. Love. What are some things you keep from your relationship to remind you of someone you love or loved but lost? Are you going to answer it? Uh, I was going to have you answer it first. Because oh. you are currently in a relationship, whereas I am not. I didn't quite understand the question. It's um, kind of what things do you take into you, into your new relationship from your old one? 
There are some things you keep from a relationship to remind you of someone you love or loved but lost. I don't understand the question, honestly. It's saying that you're keeping you're keeping you, it from a relation from the new relationship, like you're hiding it, but it, to remind yourself of someone else? Um, I think it's what I think it's saying is um cuz I would I don't like any of that. I don't like doing any of that. <laughs> you're like like somebody that you had loved in the past or uh-huh. lost in the past, you wouldn't immediately bring that into a new relationship. Like that experience. Oh, you mean like what do I keep separated from the relationship? But but that makes it feel like you're treasuring something from the last one. I don't think that's what it, it means. Personally, what I'm taking from the question is uh, what basically what have you learned in past relationships that you'll take into your future? Oh. Like what have you taken from those who you had loved before that now you take into your new one? Um, I feel like I've taken, I've taken openness, you know, mm-hmm. like being, I really learned to be very accepting of someone else in their lifestyle and their personality and their likes and dislikes in order to see if I like any of it, you know, I, instead of just completely being very closed minded about, about it. Because I know I was very close-minded. I was very... I, I, I didn't like... If it wasn't 80s rock, I wouldn't listen to it. <sighs> like, super close-minded about... I was very prejudiced about lots of things. But I feel like I'm I'm a lot more open now. And I'm glad I didn't lose that after my first relationship. And I also feel like, in general, I, I learned to be very... I don't want to say fearless, but I'm I'm willing to jump. Like I I don't I'm not scared in a relationship anymore. Like getting well, involved. I I would also like to contest that by saying that you are in a stable, happy, and safe relationship. Yeah, but I currently, was willing... which is why I think that you're fearless now. <clears throat> oh yeah, but what I'm saying is that in order to have gotten there, I had to have jumped in, full 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 blown. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as I like, as soon as I got into this this relationship, I was completely open and I spoke my mind all the time of everything I was feeling. You know, like I'm I was very. I told him what I wanted, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like had I not been in the previous relationship, I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't have known everything I had wanted, ah. or to say it. You know, it's weird. I think mine's the complete opposite. What I had learned hmm. was to be pickier. Pickier? Yeah, to not um, share your love with someone until you can figure out if they're meant for you. Because if you take that leap um, too early with the wrong person, it's not going to end up well at all. That's true. I mean, but that's the risk, you know? Yeah, that's but... why. That's why there's fear. Well, that's the thing. I'm not afraid anymore. It's more like I've got more armor. It's, um, I'm, like, I would show bits of myself, but I wouldn't show all of it. And and when I did show all of it, that would be the only time in which I would jump in. It won't be until after they know exactly who I am. Not before. That's good, because how can I love, like, how can I love her if If I barely know know her? her? All right, you pick a question. 
<laughs> Why'd you roll your eyes? Because I don't want to read this question because it's stupid. What is it? Is it possible for a married man or a woman to fall oh, in love yeah, with another married shit. man or woman? Like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Chick. Whoever the fuck. Like, of course. Of course you can. This. Yeah, but get out, but get out of your relationship. Wait till you get to the one that's like, I love my wife and I love my girlfriend. I don't oh, want to lose either. Fuck you both. How do I keep them both? <coughs> Aww. What do you call someone who doesn't leave the house and the only thing they ever do is housework and they feel depressed over loneliness? That feels like I dig. No, that feels kind of like I dig. No, because you don't do housework. <laughs> I do other things. Have housework. Yeah, I vacuum. The once? No. I vacuum all the time. The once? <laughs> I vacuum, I take care of the cats. I call that take care of person, our mother. I call that person a crazy cat lady. What do you do when you like someone but you're scared to tell them? <laughs> tell them. Yeah. <laughs> fucking tell them. Fucking tell them. Like there there's nothing wrong. Like there's there's seriously no benefit to you for keeping quiet. Just tell them, and if they don't like you, fuck them. Well, technically, you can't fuck them. Fuck, but... off, fuck them off. <laughs> fuck them off. <laughs> Have you ever been rejected before? No. Okay, well then... Uh, I know that that's going to sound really conceited, but I haven't. Uh, I, was... I was rejected for 24 years, mm. but I never really put myself out there, so... Uh, I was rejected a lot in high school. <clears throat> I would, because uh, because I hung around a lot of guys, um, things would get flirty because you know I got a flirty personality. I don't flirt. Well, I would flirt, and then guys would get close to me, and I would either be too scared to do anything about it, or the guys that I felt safe around, I would do something about it. But then I'd get the, you know, I could feel that this was coming, but I'm sorry, I'm just not really into you. And I'd be like, okay, well I tried, and the guy would be like, yeah, that's cool, and we would be friends, but I would still be hurt inside. Because you kind of, every time you see them, there's that rejection. But the thing is, I tried. And then I'm not pining over that person. And it doesn't, if you do it fast enough, you stop the obsession, which stops the hurt that you actually get from rejection, which is what I found. Because if you pine over somebody for so long that when you finally tell them and they reject you, it hurts so much. But if you kind of like somebody and you go, you know what, shot in the dark here, just met you, but I like you. Sorry, you're not really my type. Okay, I get it. You're, that's fine. You know, I just walk away. Because it doesn't that's, hurt yet. That's, fu- that's fine. It's, it's like, you know, I tried, you know? And it's not like I'm going to be thinking about that person for the rest of my life because I, I tried. And it's kind of a different feeling. It's like you, you, you choose just like, like a slap in the face over somebody slowly digging a knife into you. Yeah, I don't want a knife. <laughs> Uh, I've never been rejected. I'm Jackson, and my long blonde hair flows perfectly from the tips of my head down to the tips of my toeses. It's not that long. (laughs) This is the weirdest question I've ever heard. What? Where's the best place to fall in love? Um... Well, okay. In the car. <laughs> I was going to say, you can, you can read that one of two ways, being like, um, <clears throat> where's the best place to fall in love? In your life? Yeah. Well, okay, three ways. Uh, uh, what I was going to, other than, like, what point in your life? Paris. 
Um, I, I was actually thinking like locate like the moment when you fall in love with somebody. Like say if you've been dating someone, you can feel like it could be love. Like what's the most romantic trip you could go on to cause love? Paris. <laughs> and then the other one was kind of like, are they talking about like, is it better to fall in love in the city or in the sticks? In or? Rihanna's house. <laughs> At a concert. Like, I don't know, in her is house. Is like where to find love or where to fall? Where's the best place to fall in love? Rihanna's house. <laughs> I stick by that answer. Why Riri's house? I feel like she'd cheer you on. Would she? Or would she just get beat in the process? Oh, God. <laughs> Ooh. All Riri fans kill you. Kill Squid. What? Kill Squid, like, with her Chris Brown ass. I don't, I don't listen to Chris Brown music anymore. Oh, oh, anymore. I did oh. when he, before he beat her. He beat her and I stopped. Most people haven't stopped. People have a habit of telling me they love me when they're under the influence of drugs <laughs> and or alcohol. What does this mean? You drink and or do drugs too much. That, it could mean that, but coming from someone, uh, the thing is, I feel like that's happened to me a bunch, but not not the way that this person's intending. Yeah, they're like, I love you so much, you're the best person ever. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of declarations of like, why don't we hang out more, and you're so much like you're such a good person or you're so fun and, like, yeah I, I get that shit too yeah people just fall in love with me when they like drink and shit and it's not just girls sometimes it's guys and um i just think everybody is more amenable when they're drunk yeah so don't take that personally because they're not going to remember in the morning right because there was this i was at um when i was 21 i was at downtown fullerton and i met this girl and she like bought me stuff like oh, I remember. Yeah. Wasn't I there? Maybe I don't remember who was I there. I remember there was a girl. We were out with Mel, right? Mm-hmm. And then there was this chick who like bought you like glow sticks or glow bands or yeah, uh, glow glow bracelet. Yeah, and she would buy me like drinks. And she said that she was. She basically said that she was going to be my new best friend. But then she never texted you back, right? No, she uh, she had my number. She added me on Facebook, and then just like nothing after. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I get that weird kind of thing. But in general, don't trust. Yeah, just don't trust. I wouldn't listen to what they say, say in that moment. Uh, if drugs and alcohol is involved, I also mm-hmm. wouldn't trust anything that they say during sex. Yeah. Or trust only what they say during sex. Not from my experience. Um, if you're good at sex, people tend to fall in love with you because of it. Not necessarily because they like who you are. No. Yeah. Oh my god, Squid. I love you so much. <clears throat> you know, clean yourself. Then <laughs> 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 you're on the verge of tears because you're like, that's true. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Gotta clean yourself. Go clean yourself up. The sink is that way. <laughs> Use mouthwash. Yeah, that was such a surprise. You know, all the shit that you see on television about sex, they never show you them cleaning up afterwards. 
Yeah, because they fall asleep instantly. Yeah, they, they instantly That's fall so asleep. That's so gross. You under know how the they smell? Yeah, it would smell. I mean, you'd, you'd still be kind of sticky. Like, yeah, I, I thought that's you're a, supposed that was the to biggest fall asleep. Shock. I thought that like the act of sex was like made you sleepy. Well, not just sleepy, but like instantaneously sleepy. Like, <laughs> it, like, like as soon as he rolls off you, like real hypno, <laughs> you're out. <laughs> you're out. It's, yeah, as soon as you're done, you're you're both out and. And then that's it. And then also that covers always cover the boobs. Like well, I figured that was just for TV. Uh, I, I was able to discern <laughs> that when covers they, came they delicately across the breast, that that was because of the movie always, being conservative. That that's the way you do it. You have to cover yourself. You mean during the act of? <laughs> 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 Wait, what? I thought you meant like after as you're about to go to sleep. And then Both. <laughs> really? Yeah, you're crazy. But they just, they just like, hover there. <laughs> that tape. <laughs> Nipple Double tape. Double-sided right tape. The, right on the, the blanket. Yep, yep. Nah, that's not, not even. But yeah, that shit would smell. You can't fall asleep. Because it would get all over your sheets and shit. Yes. <sighs> Unless everybody is using condoms and we are just not. Well, to be fair, we we were also, or I was, you're currently in a long-term relationship, and I was in a long-term relationship. So, birth control. What was that? Birth control. What? God damn, my voice what, is... One more, <coughs> one more time. Birth control. That's what you were trying to do? No. Oh. But that's how you got the song out? Yes. I was trying to Bob Dylan it, but it didn't work. Birth control. <laughs> oh, it came out there. <laughs> the times we are yeah. Can't stand him at all. <laughs> okay, you do you. Okay, so um, the reason why I decided to print out the questions from this was because um, one of the questions had piqued my interest, and it was, "Why are people psychologically attracted to some over others?" Why do we fall in love with certain personalities over others? Besides the universal good qualities, why do we find um, certain qualities that others might not find amiable, attractive over others? Do you want to answer that, or do you want me to answer something first? Uh, I have uh, an answer. I'd say you answer it first, and then I'm going to basically tell you what the top upvoted um, answer to it was. Because all these questions have been answered by people online. Oh, cool. Uh, This person had, uh, but she had over um, like 14,000 upvotes. I, I feel like, well, for me, I feel like you're looking for a personality that complements your own, you know? Mm-hmm. You're either, look, it depends on what you want, though. Like, if you're looking for someone to balance you out, like, to that possess qualities that you don't in order to push you past your own boundaries, or if you're looking for someone that'll complement you with what you like it just depends on what you want in a relationship if you want to be pushed or if you want to be helped or aided i don't know i feel like that's what relationships are it's like it's just a giant melding pot and everybody no one melds the same way so everybody likes different everyone's gonna like a different personality that's um that's a nice and optimistic answer oh what is hers very pessimistic? Very. Aw. Uh, the first um, 
The first line is, I'm going to give a terrible and practical answer. Oh, you bitch. I hate you already. Ready? No. We fall in love with whoever is available and is interested and meets our minimum requirements. Aww. We look for their best qualities and convince ourselves that they are wonderful. They tell us we are wonderful. They make us feel wanted and special. Then over time, shared experiences create a connection that feels comfortable, familiar, and important, and we choose to be in love with them. There are some people you could never fall in love with, not if you were the last two people on Earth. They irritate you. They repulse you. They don't meet any of your requirements for attraction, so let's rule those people out. What's left? A whole bunch of people you could be compatible with in various degrees, and if you had your pick of the lot, could find someone who could make you truly happy. So then why don't we find the best person for us? And she says, location. Your ability to find a mate is severely restricted by who lives in your areas, some areas more than others. There's opportunity. The extent of your interaction with other humans limits on how many people you meet and consider for romance. Working from home versus working in an office, sitting behind a desk versus interacting with customers. And the less people you meet in the course of the day, the less opportunity you have to find someone you like. And availability. People have to be ready for the relationship. If the guy or girl you admire is married, involved, or closed off, it doesn't matter how compatible they are. It doesn't matter if they were your true love. You cannot have them. So what happens? We meet someone who is better than anyone else available at that time. In fact, they're a whole lot better than anyone else we've met so far. So ideal? Well, we forgive this and that because of this and that, and we don't like that, but at least we have this. If we all had our pick, no one would end up with liars, cheaters, or assholes because we just discard them and pick up somebody better. It sounds easy, but the reality is that we can only work with what we have, and discarding someone might mean you never find anyone else. You can be a fan-freaking-tastic person, but never have access to people who would really compliment and improve your life. You have to make decisions based on what you have access to. I have a per personal belief that if someone meets 60% of what you need in a person, you're doing better than most. A lot of people put up with 20 or 30% because they don't have any better options. The choice isn't this person or a better person, it's this person or alone. Often alone is a better option, but that can be a hard choice to make. The majority of people find mates at school, work, church, or organizations where they spend a lot of time because those are the people they get to know and those are the people they have access to. So why do we fall in love with certain personalities? Because compared to all other available people, those are the ones that mesh the best with our own. It's kind of um, sad and comforting in a way. Yeah, but I feel like she doesn't really take, <coughs> take into account... The fact that certain people have limitations like that is what makes them compatible with who they're compatible with. <laughs> you know? No, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, because I'm like, if there's somebody who only goes to the office, you don't go out, you stay home, and you only meet people from work or from church, like, you're going to meet someone who's the same way. Like, and it's not necessarily like that's that's the that's what your limitations are it's like nah that's you're boring and you're gonna find someone boring yeah but don't you also think the majority of people are boring i mean i also think that that we happen to have a very skewed perspective on the world because we were raised by television and everything in television is scripted and there's a reason behind everything and the people in television are, are crazy charming and beautiful and and their stories have um epic <clears throat> tales whereas I think most people live a very boring life and that's why people like watching television because it's something more than their own 
Yeah, I also feel like people who want who want more than boring will will find other people who want more than boring. You know, people. I stick by my answer that you'll find a personality that it depends on what you want in a relationship. If you're that dude who goes to church and comes home and doesn't do anything else and is comfortable with that, then you're going to look for someone who's like you, who enjoys doing what you do, which is going to church and going to work and then coming home. Like, but so what that's, if, what if that's person, who you're compatible with. Yeah, but what if the person who enjoys going to work and going to church and coming home has nothing else in compatibility with you, and you live in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, and there's only, like, three other people who happen to go to church, go to work, and go home just like you do, and two of them are married, so you're stuck with one. And there's no way that you could possibly have the money to move out or go any other place, so you're kind of stuck with that one. Uh, I don't believe in that. I don't believe stuck. That's so stupid. You only have one life. You're yeah, not going to get stuck yeah, with not that Not everybody one. thinks like that. But that's awful. If you think that way, you deserve that boring dude. God. <laughs> now, you don't get into a relationship just to be in a relationship. I mean, I was at a really lonely point a few years ago where I was so lonely, but I decided I was going to change myself. I was going to be somebody I like, sort of. Still working on that. So, kind of. Not really. Just don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at Don't look don't at me. Like, don't look at me. <laughs> but, no, nah, I feel, I don't know. I just, I just don't agree. I feel, I feel like that, that is a very skewed, that is also a perspective that is coming from someone who blames their situation for their current relationships. Or for all their past relationships. That is a very astute analogy. But you also have to realize that you're coming at it from a perspective of someone who is in a comfortable, long-term relationship with someone they adore. I do adore him. Yeah, so you're kind of in the fairy tale and unicorn and rainbows part of life right now so you're in the maybe everybody can find their one true love and all of that whereas when you're coming from I guess a more um, grounded is that grounded or is that ocean <laughs> is that grounded or is that like underground bunker <laughs> I'm saying you're like ocean level um, I, I would say that it's 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 pretty grounded considering that the scale is either you find true love or you don't. But that's but yeah. I think that's a that's a you happy got, medium. Got, you got to be open to it though. Yeah. But that's not told from someone who's open. That's told from someone who's like this is my radius. <laughs> and this is where I'm an adventure in. <laughs> this is what I like to do. And I'm not going to get out of that. Maybe. This is all I like to do. This, that's right. You try new things. Try new things. You meet new people. Maybe, Lord. Maybe that person works for a dating app. <laughs> Here are some singles in your area <laughs> who also like to play kickball. Honestly, though, if they're talking about from your communities or only working from home, like, honestly, a dating app would help. For yeah. real. Yeah. I'm, li- I'm living proof. Oh, yeah, because you met yourself dating out. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all I got to say? 
Oh, it just made me mad. <laughs> what the, the answer? Yeah. So, like, so many upvotes. So many people had upvoted it, so they found it useful. Which is why I think that more... So many bitter people out there. Yeah, more people... Uh, to you, are compared to the chocolate factory that you're living mm. in, an apple would taste better. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm going to be like this for the rest of my life. Yeah, or, you know, until you're three years is up. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Three years. It's what Adam said we all get. Three years of love. Rest of my life. I likey that new movie Live by Night. Ah, the Ben Affleck one? Yes. It was amazing. Like, so realistic, so heartfelt, very charming, unexpected. It was just all all the great things about about like old school Boston Ben Affleck movies. You know, back when Casey Affleck used to be in shit. <laughs> back, back when he used to be working with Matt Damon. Casey Affleck's in shit with Matt Damon. And, but with Ben. Oh, and with Ben, no. Yeah, when when they used to be working together. Just Casey on his own. Like, if you've seen The Town, imagine that, but more interesting. I mean, and I like The Town. Mm-hmm. That was a good movie. But imagine it. Is that the one with Blake Lively? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, where she played the hoe. <laughs> or wait, no, she just played Ratchet. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I love her so much. <clears throat> I love her so much. But that's like the first time that my boyfriend had seen Blake Lively. So mm-hmm. he does not understand any of the comparisons that I get when it comes to Blake Lively. <laughs> Oh, because first thing he saw yeah, was Ratchet. Yeah, first was Ratchet play Gladly, and he's like, I don't get it. He's like, why do you like her? <laughs> Should have showed him uh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Yeah, I was like, look, she plays soccer. <laughs> I just like that. Yeah, it's like um, only knowing uh, Kira Knightley for... Um, domino? Yeah, only knowing <laughs> Kira Knightley for, for Domino. For a lesbian? When... When she was in, like, Bend It Like Beckham and Pride and Prejudice and Elizabeth. Oh, why well, would Bend It Like Beckham be one of the first things you think of? Well, because soccer movies. Oh. Eh. Girl, like, girl I'd be, like, not seeing Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, not true. No, she's pretty ratchet in Pirates. She becomes a king. Is that a king? She becomes a king. She doesn't want to be a princess, so she becomes king. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Just remember her boobs in that movie. They're like smooshed. Didn't they give her like fake boobs for it? I don't even remember, but they're bigger than they should be. Yeah, she's super skinny. She doesn't have boobs. That was like the joke that she was telling us that they had like padding and they pushed her up as much as they could to get whatever they could get from her. Those are pretty good. Whatever they did worked. Would you like to know the secrets? I would. (laughs) R.I.P. Boobs to fitness. I don't. I don't think I could handle any more boob. Um, but yeah, I likey live by night. Cool. Um, my likey for this week is Penny Dreadful. Bitch. I've been, uh, I've been raving about that for years. I know you have. I just, I, it, the thing is, it was one of those shows where you keep, you keep hearing people tell you, you gotta watch it, you gotta watch it, you gotta watch it, but you just have so many other things you gotta catch up on that you just kind of end up not watching it. And then I finally started marathoning it and it's kind of scary so i can't watch it alone so i was watching it with mom and we're almost finished with it 
and it was it was a slow i gotta tell you it was a slow burn into it though yeah it was very hard to get into it but once i was in it i was in it yeah like i was it's so like deep. you did it's like you didn't realize when you were in it until you were in it yeah yeah so good sneaks up on you yeah so if you can survive uh the first half of the first season and continue going but it's not even that it's not entertaining it's more like there's a lot to get used to yeah it's um it's it's a very strange aesthetic too it's a cool aesthetic yeah but it's a strange way to tell a story yeah it's a very they're taking a very realistic approach to some uh classic movie villains and to penny dreadfuls yeah to penny dreadfuls um it's just yeah, and you have to kind of get used to this world and um, the way that they're introducing things and kind of the uh, the buildup of the narrative. Yeah, and you gotta and you're trying to also feel like you gotta wade your way through and what they what their their take is on like spirituality mm-hmm. versus like paranormal. Yeah. Versus the supernatural versus magic. It's mm-hmm. just. It's the fact that and and science and how it's not quite science and how it's it's uh, its own version of magic. Mm-hmm. It's it, mysticism. It's almost like they're wizards. It's kind insane. And it, it, it's 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 very cool. And and, and the and, and the view of the soul that you get through through the monster through yeah. creature. You know, like, like what does it mean to be to be like him? Yeah. Which is one of my the main things I loved about Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. What does it mean to be the monster? Yeah. Like what does that mean? Like what who what are you then? Yeah, that that kind of reminds me of that quote where it's um knowledge is knowing that Frankenstein is the doctor and not the monster and um wisdom is knowing that Dr. Frankenstein is the monster. Yeah. He is. Uh, he has no feeling or empathy for what he created. Nope. He just I didn't felt to do it. So bad and but i loved it i loved how how much he loved byron how much like the romantic poets Mm -hmm. spoke to him and that you you don't you have a soul if poetry speaks to you i feel yeah i understand that i'm not saying that you don't have a soul if you don't understand poetry either i I just think that you have um a certain type of uh there's soul. a sensitivity there. Yeah, a sen- uh, you have a very sensitive soul if you can understand poetry. Yeah, and if it truly speaks to you, mm-hmm. not just like the poetic, like, a, like, like a sardonic nature of it, you know? Yeah. Because even serial killers and psychopaths, sociopaths, can like wordplay. Yeah. <laughs> or they can like the beauty and finality of death in in poetry. Yeah, that's true. Um, I always. Certain poetry would really get to me, but um, I tend to lean more towards quotes. And you like limericks, too. Yeah. Oh, I love limericks. Give, give I love you a good so limerick. I love limericks so hard. But that's just because I'm also really into puns. Yeah, you're, very, you're a very punny gal. I am. I'm so punny. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I am so punny. I want to kill puns <laughs> even i get you laughing at them and it's like you have a chain reaction of 
haha, that's funny. Haha, um, I hate you for making me laugh. No, it, 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 it's there, there's a more there's a minute um, difference in your laugh. It's a, <laughs> at first it's a oh, I can't believe you said that to me, and then it's like, well, that's actually kind of funny. Haha, and then it's all oh, that bitch caught me laughing. <laughs> so you, you go on this roller coaster and it makes the pun so much more worth it. <laughs> it reminds me of that scene in True Blood where he's like, but puns are the highest form of humor. Uh-huh. Yeah, like back in Viking days. Humor has evolved since then. Yeah, you can say that. Some, it says something about puns when people still laugh at them today. It's you. Yeah, you, you not necessarily people. Uh, I people. I is people. Yeah. I is people. <laughs> your new, your new, your new uh, catchphrase. I is people. I is people. I is smart. I is kind. <laughs> What is that from? Uh, you is smart. You is kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. from the help. <laughs> I is people. <laughs> you gonna bake shit in a pie now? Yeah, probably. Spoiler alert. Make her. Make you eat it. Spoiler alert. Make you eat my shit pie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you for listening. I'm Squid. I'm Jackson. What was that? <clears throat> I'm Jackson. There we go. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Sydney Illustrates or at Yidemfwigs. That's at Y-D-M-F-W-G-S. Check out sydneylangley.com for further podcast entries, art updates, and future events. If you have any suggestions as to what topic we should tackle next week, please leave a comment under the blog post. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.